Welcome to Reboot or Rewind, a podcast in which we talk about our favorite movies and TV shows and the reboots that are bound to happen. I'm Rachel. And I'm Ty. And let's rewind back to 2000 and watch Bring It On. What you talking about, Will? You got it, dude. You're a little nasty. Hello, 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 hello. Um, happy spring break. Just started spring Ugh. break for both of us. I mean, I know we both work full time, so it's not like really a break for us, but that we we get to like stop doing homework for a hot second, which is awesome. <laughs> not you? You don't get to stop no. doing homework? <laughs> no. I don't have like homework. You know what I mean? Like it's this work on your paper, which oh, I could yeah. do any time at any pace. Oh, um, so it's nothing, you know, I can, you know, take a break, but it's not. You guys don't get spring break off, I guess, as employees or no? No, I mean, it's a little bit different, you know, Um, like uh, we're working more like, I don't know how to explain it without being too specific about my job on here. You don't have um, to go it's just, into it. It's then. just like a little different in terms of like our external services versus internal services so we're just mainly like working it's mainly like office days Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. at least for me for the position that i serve but Mm -hmm. um i'm also excited to not have two essays to write (laughs) during the week (laughs) um yes we are officially i think 78 days until i graduate yeah Um, which is kind of (laughs) weird um yeah but, you'll be done with school after this like yeah forever yeah. right unless you want to get your phd i was thinking about getting another master's or like yeah. a certificate um but if joe Biden don't pay off these student loans i'm not getting nothing um <laughs> not to bring it not to bring anything in you know politics into this but well okay uh-huh. i mean the fact though that it's currently being stopped by not joe biden so i guess we can't really ask joe biden he's done what he can do yeah so. yeah that's very true <laughs> um yeah so that's it like i'm just ready to start a new chapter of my life um leave one leave something behind yeah that's it i need to clean my house i did not do anything this weekend i just fun stuff or stuff i haven't been doing in a while so i start crocheting again I play Sims. I play some other video games. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, that's yeah, great. It's nice. That's great. I mean, sometimes <laughs> a weekend, a low key weekend of just playing some video games is is like what you really like. It's like what your soul needs, you know. Mm-hmm. I've been playing a lot of Cattails on Switch. <laughs> it, it reminds me of my childhood because that's literally, you know, <laughs> yeah. Especially like on the spring break. I watched my favorite movies and I will play video games. Yeah. Well, speaking of childhood, uh, I know this, what we're talking about is like a really big part of your childhood specifically. Um, some of some of them are part of my childhood, but I didn't, you know, experience the whole <laughs> yes. series. But the original movie I do remember. So this is very nostalgic. Um, 2000 mm-hmm. came out in 2000 and then was on like replayed all the time on yes. on tv um but we I are own talking the about right right um so we're talking about bring it on uh so why don't you tell us a little bit about the show or the movie 
<laughs> yes. I would love to. Um, Break It On is a 2000 American teen cheerleading comedy film directed by Peyton Reed, which I did not know that he directed this. Um, It follows Torrance, played by Kristen Dunst as the newly appointed captain of the Rancho Carney Toros in San Diego, through the new cheerleader, Missy, played by Eliza Descu. Torrance finds out that their championship-winning routines was stolen from an inner-city L.A. team called the Clovers, headed by Isis, played by Gabrielle Union. This movie spawned seven non-canonical sequels, including six movies and one musical. What a series. I always, like, every time I see Toros, how can you not think of, like, Burr, it's cold in here. (laughs) There must be some Toros in the atmosphere, but it's originally Clovers. There must be some Clovers in the atmosphere. Um, You couldn't believe that a white white bitch made that shit up. (laughs) It's what she said. (laughs) You know what's so funny? We'll go into this more, I'm sure, but Mm -hmm. it's hilarious. Not hilarious, but it's, like, almost, it's honestly sad. That you'd think of the movies that span from 2000 to 2017, that the one in 2000 would be the most problematic. And it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> the third and fourth, like right there in the middle, are the most problematic. So, so and those are seven years after. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's kind of funny. But I know this is like a huge, this is a, a very... Um, cherished movie it's one of your trifecta uh so why don't you tell us a little bit about just like why you like the movie so much um a lot of different reasons i think mostly gabrielle union played portrayed such a good like character that she was a leader but she wasn't like as i hate using this word but once i use this word you're gonna understand urban you know what I mean? Like what other characters was supposed to, like other black, especially black girl characters, um, was supposed to be portraying like, you know, she was just black and she had a goal and she had a dream in mind. Now, would I have taken the money? I would have taken the money, but you yeah. know, <laughs> she has morals. Clearly, I do not. But um, I think. You know, they could have easily made her have, like, the big hoofs, the big, you know, nails and all this other stuff, which is is a part of Black culture. I'm not saying, you know, that it's not. And it's not something that people also try to steal from Black culture as well. But she was, you know, like, she was just a role model. And I loved the way that she portrayed her. And the clothes were funny. and, And he also was an actual adversary. But you also, even though you felt for torrents they weren't the villains either the villains yeah. was society <laughs> in the first one like they was like the true villain was like red and courtney mm-hmm. and whitney the people who wanted to keep the status quo and not make it right and make up their own tears they're like well we learned it it's not our fault and it's like those were the true villains the clovers wasn't really the villains and you find out towards the end um that really was about access. Like, they just never was able to be on that screen, that type of stage. And when they did, they won first place. Because their cheers are good. <laughs> and the only reason they wasn't there was because of access and because of money. And they just needed money to get there. But once they did, they showed out. Which I think is a nice moral of the story. Which the other ones lacked to portray. Yeah. Yeah, I do feel like this one is the most, like, authentic. 
um mm. to also like with cheering as well like with yeah. cheer- the portrayal of cheerleading and in, in height in school cheerleading now it is a bit unrealistic that they rejected the money because i i think like <laughs> like especially if you're a high school cheer team like you're gonna take the money but like yeah. i do think it was kind it was it was nice that in rejecting the money, then they found the money elsewhere. And specifically, they sought out someone who's, who's they said, from their community, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were able to find their own route um, rather than, like, um, like needing to be supported by the Toros. So uh, so I think it's, it was great that she rejected the money because of that, because it led to that story. Um, but I also was <laughs> like, anybody would have taken the money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's money. I mean, like she like like you said it was guilt money it was hush yeah. money we helped you so you should forget about the whole debacle kind of thing like I understand where she was coming from I was uh, I understood yeah and I guess she couldn't be on her high horse if she took the money I understand <laughs> I understand why she didn't take the like the movie was better that she didn't take the movie like money just like you said she you know. They raised the money. They went, you know, advocating to, like, the talk show host to give them the money and all that other stuff. Like, I understand the concept of why she didn't take the money. I would have taken the money. But other than that, like, the movie, like I said, it was authentic. They actually talked about school and classes and her mom not wanting, and her mom didn't want her to go. Did she want to go to like the University of Kentucky because it has a big, you know, it's a big football school, only like, you know, cheerleading school because it has a big sports culture and stuff because she wants to be a Laker girl and all that stuff. And they actually had a conversation about that. And I don't know if you watched the was it the end credits? I don't know if they put it in the end credits, but it's in the deleted scenes that like where she goes to school later, she goes to Berkeley. Which I guess was like a healthy medium. Like it's a good school, but also has a big sports culture. So mm-hmm. cheerleading is a thing there. Um, and Isis and Chip goes too, which is nice. So um, yeah, I think this movie had a good moral. And I think the other ones lacked that. And it was, it wasn't forced either. Like it was true. Like, you know. They were doing all this for years and no one came to see them. But when they see it on ESPN, it's new and original. But because mm. they just couldn't get there. But once they was able to get there, they went it on. So, yeah. Yeah. I would say the only like. I think of all the movies this portrayed high school cheerleading, I think, in the most genuine way or like real way. I think the only thing that that this lacks in terms of authenticity of high school cheerleading, and I think all the other ones that take place with high school cheerleading uh, and honestly, the second one with the college cheerleading is like, where's the coach? Like, where's the faculty true. advisor? <laughs> like, that is true. They have no adults. They have no adults. <laughs> yeah. So the fourth one the has thing. a little bit of a coach. That's like, like the director of the camp. And I think, yeah. And I think the, has the director and the choreographer and stuff like there are actual mm-hmm. adults, like, 
laying down mm-hmm. consequences, telling them what to do, like saying this is okay, mm-hmm. this is not. And I think like, yeah, the other ones is just like the captain is the end all be all, like in charge mm-hmm. of everyone, tells them what they do, what, what, how much mm-hmm. they spend. It's like, that is not <laughs> the case. I mean, even in college cheerleading, yes, I think they have a bit more control and a bit more agency, but there's still very much a coach and faculty people. In fact, yeah. in college, they're more, faculty is more involved, or not faculty, staff is mm-hmm. more involved. Um. Mm-hmm. So, it's a you yeah. know, it's a leg of the sports stuff, you know, like it's a part of the football, you know, catalog is their cheerleading team, um, for better or for worse. And I also think these movies made cheerleading fun. I think yeah. they lost it once it didn't become fun anymore, you know, you realize yeah. why they were doing it. And once we get into the massive and massive amount of reboots, um, that's each of them lost that spark like it it, six like each one after lost more and more of it and i think there's Mm -hmm. a cutoff too like the first three and then the second three i think the first three actually present cheerleading in a very like acrobatic gymnastic Mm -hmm. athletic fashion like Mm -hmm. these are people who have had to train for years to be able to do these things and i know like Mm -hmm. obviously the stunt doubles were probably doing a lot of it but like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they were they were really incredible routines like athletically that, that they were portraying and i think in the second half it's just like dance teams like they're dance teams and i'm not i'm not like putting down dance teams i think dance teams you also have to be athletic to a certain degree but it's also like i think not giving props to the level of gymnastics that often cheerleaders are capable of but I also think, but the thing is, like, they didn't talk about that because to talk about that, you have to talk about like black cheerleading, which is more of a like, you know, stomp and step and all that stuff. Like, there is athletics, you know, they do do herkies and flips and stuff, but it is more on the dancier side than, you know, you, you can't see me, um, <laughs> listeners, but I was, I did like a, like a V and like stuff like that, but you know, it's different than that. But, but to talk about that, you have to talk about black culture and none of the other ones are about black people <laughs> because like, you know, cause like you, you can have said that like fight to the finish, which is the one with Christina Milian in it. They could, they could have talked about how it's more Latin themed. So it's more about the dance and stuff like that, Yeah, but they, they put their whole foot into racial Latino stereotypes that like their whole foot into it. <laughs> the whole foot into it. Um but yeah, because you can cause the thing about the Toros, like you could see like the way that the Toros did it was very not robotic is not the way I want to say it. Um and not even stiff, like, like, because it's a way to do, you know, like, they, the way that they did Burr's code in here, and then when you see the Clovers do Burr's code in here, it's different, but you can tell why it's different. It's not even, because they were using the same music, it's the same thing, it's just the way they do their steps, the way that they flow together, the way that they get their team hype, those are different, you know? And what's interesting, too, is they actually kind of touch on that divergence um with like different um influences on how cheerleading has changed as an art Mm -hmm. they touch on that in the fourth one when they say that the the jets and the sharks um which i mean (laughs) could the metaphor get or the the uh what's it the allegory uh uh, yeah 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 could it get any more direct but 
um they say oh like oh one team represents like the flavor and the style and the new wave of uh, and then the other is like the technique the traditional mm-hmm. um but of course not touching on because it's still like both primarily white teams and it's just mm-hmm. like one team is is you know has got the camo pants, has the token black bananas, and the and they're and they're shaking their hips more, and they're like, oh, we're the flavor. And the other mm-hmm. team is like, you know, all wearing like very um, uniform uniforms. Like they're all pretty uniform. They're doing the you know moving their hands in the synchronous like kind of almost army military fashion, like being mm-hmm. very um, strict to technique. But one like, yeah. was light blue and white, and the other one was red and black. I let the yeah, listeners they... figure out which one was which. And like I, there was a point when they said they compared it to the Bloods and the Crips. Yes, yes, she did. Aisha said it. <laughs> cheer like... Crips and cheer Bloods. <laughs> uh i guess we should talk about i mean we talked about the first one is there anything else you wanted to say about the first one favorite uh, fa- a specific favorite character i mean um i know you mentioned the the captain of the clovers um what's her name mm-hmm. isis mm-hmm. i also like little fred and um what's the i can't think of the the like black the, their uh, musical group their name is like their musical group is called black B-L-A-Q-U-E. Um, they were like the three friends, her three friends. Um, I like them all too. Um, I guess off of the off of the Toros. I mean, Chip kind of got on my nerves because he's like a Dan. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> um, I like Missy. Missy was fine. I love all the chairs. Like I can like just I can start spitting them, you know. Like awesome! Oh wow! That totally freaked me out. Let me know. Taurus, who are number one? I came up from Los Angeles and Susan no gymnastics. This is the last resort. Right? No, that's. I think that's <laughs> one of the more iconic, and I think that makes Missy really likable. Is her is mm-hmm. her uh, audition or tryout? <laughs> this school has no gymnastics team, and this is the last resort. <laughs> <laughs> um, and everything they, yeah. and everything they add before we talk about just the other ones. This. The things they add cheer to to the name. This is a cheerocracy. This is a cheer <laughs> dictatorship. <laughs> it's like, okay, you don't have to keep on funneling the word cheer into everything. Yeah. It's okay. That also increases as the movies continue oh with God. the sixth one, the final, the 2017 one uh, being the most. Like they are mm-hmm. cramming the word cheer in any possible word they could possibly say. <laughs> cheer suede, cheer dictatorship, yeah, or cheer tatorship. Um, so, yeah, that's also a running trend amongst the movies. Mm-hmm. But it's fun in the first one. Mm-hmm. It's not that much. It's not that much. And it's also. Because she was making fun of Courtney. Like, it was a part of the joke. Whereas this is like, oh, yeah, this is our common lexicon. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, Torrance said, they are gymnasts. This with no beams, no vaults, no um, bars. Yeah. That's literally what she told Missy. And and, and they portrayed that to be true. Um, yeah, and then he kind of lost that. But, you know. Let's talk. Do you want to do rapid fire of the other six? 
Yeah, um, we can I just like guess go through like good things, bad things. <laughs> I, mean, okay. um, I will um, say and- I think what's the the one thing I think that all- connects all of them is the starting with the dream, except for the sixth one. Um, mm-hmm. It ends with the musical number at the end. Yes. Yeah. So um, I guess that's like a, a comment on all of them overall is it's interesting to start with the dream and kind of subvert expectation like that. But outside of that, we'll talk about our unique goods and bads mm-hmm. for each. So the second one is bring it again. on again, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, takes place in college. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about bring it on again? It's fine. Um, I think it's <laughs> a little bit boring, but it is the best out of the other ones. Like, I, like you said, they all decline like rapidly after. Yeah. Like, like I feel like Bring It On is like if it's a hundred percent. Bring It On is like at a uh, hundred, and Bring It On again is like seventy, and then the rest of them are like, like in like the thirties and down. Like, if, in my opinion, <laughs> but I think the only problem is that like college is different than high school. Like college, yeah. um dynamics are different like no in college cheerleaders don't do halftime shows like they're on the edge but like where's the band yeah (laughs) where's the dance team especially if they're supposed to be like this big sports school that the reason why they are getting rid of all the other clubs is because they only care about sports and like all this other stuff where's the where's the teams like where's the other stuff you know yeah and i feel and he, even the dean, even if they won that whole stupid thing, they're like, okay, you can join the varsity team. Like, you can just kick those, like, you're a new captain. Like, you're not, we're not going to just go with the Renegades. With the Renegades. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, you're going to be a dance team, and we're going to have our actual cheerleaders. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, and all the girls who, like, worked hard on the varsity team to be on the varsity team who are still very talented cheerleaders, they wouldn't just be like, okay, so none of y'all get to be cheerleaders for the school anymore. They would say, okay, great, the Renegades, like, one, that's awesome. So Whittier, you get to be the new captain, and then anyone on the Renegades who wants to be part of the varsity team can now be part of the varsity team. They wouldn't just be like, okay, Renegades, you're the new varsity team, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think Weird. we what you mentioned about like you know eliminating like not really seeing all those other components of college like the marching band like you know even just mention of like the other sports in general or just like anything like that i think it's the common flaw of any college movies and honestly why we don't see a lot of college tv shows is just it's so hard to movies and tv shows inherently create a small world but college is not a small world um mm-hmm. so like there has to be this focus but like to focus on one thing and and make it like oh everyone knows everyone and everyone's interacting with everyone that's not realistic to college because they're not going to interact a whole lot they're not there's other things going on yeah so to not show this 100 member marching band coming through that would be realistic for college but for a tv show for a movie it's hard to then divert focus from the main center of the show or the movie and Um, i think it's also what and I think, and not to go back to bring it on, which is going to be the kind of the mm-hmm. the thing for all of them. Maybe for me, maybe as as a black woman, you felt okay if either of them win. You know, like like mm-hmm. either if the Clovers won or the Toros won, you knew that they put in their all. You knew that they had hard work. 
you wanted them to see. And then all the rest of them, they truly became a, pro- a protagonist and antagonist, you know, squad. Whereas yeah. in the first one, it was, like I said, was about reinventing yourself and about writing wrongs. The other ones don't have to write, you know, and they did something different to write a wrong of stealing. Like, it wasn't, like, the other ones, they were perfectly fine teens. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, Tina was a mellow dictator, like, mellow dictator, but, you know, I didn't care about them. Like, yeah, it's like any other movie. Yeah, they're going to squash their villain. Let's see them work hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a clear antithetical relationship, like good versus mm-hmm. evil, um, which also makes it a little less realistic because it's usually not clear cut. Like there's a terrible, awful person that you're up against in a fight. Um, there could have been redeeming characteristics about the varsity team with like, you know, the second in command girl could still be like who she was. But, like, the team as a whole. And I feel like they tried to do with that with, like, Greg, who was on the varsity team. Mm-hmm. Was his name Greg? Yeah. He was, like, on the varsity team, but he was really good friends with them. And he ends up leaving the varsity team to be with them, to support them, because he saw their vision more. So I th- feel like they could have had more of a kind of mishmash where you still liked a lot of the people on the varsity team. And, like, it was still a good and respectful group. And I think that brings me to something I really didn't like was that it absolutely makes no sense, zero sense, that a group of people who have never cheered in their entire lives, who have never Say done it. really any type of, of athletic gymnastics, um, could have put on the show they put on in the end and beat the varsity team that is Nash seven-time national championships who have probably been training their entire lives, who are probably lifelong cheerleaders, there is no possible way they could have because done they that did something different, that. Rachel. They, they did I mean, something different. But even looking kidding. at what they did, what they did is impossible. It is impossible yes. for a ragtag mm-hmm. group that has never done anything like that before to learn to do stuff like that to the degree they were doing. Because it wasn't just that they were yes. adding, they were changing what the de- redefining cheerleader cheerleading. They were still doing incredible stunts. Like that yeah. require a lot of athleticism, require a lot of mm-hmm. technique and skill and practice to be able yes. to do that and trust your partners and like and do stuff like that. They had what like three weeks to train and prepare and learn these things, and it's no, they had a day and a half. <laughs> yeah, it was like nothing. <laughs> and and to have people who have never done anything like that, it's not like they got a bunch of other athletes from groups. And I'm not saying they had to be athletes, but to have some sort of experience with the athletic skill required for that and the technique required for that, because it's a very technical skill to be able to lift someone up like that, to be able to create pyramids. Um, I ha- I saw one of them one time with the Renegades. It was a guy back there who was holding a girl up with one hand by her single foot. That would take mm-hmm. months to master. That would take months. Yeah. And uh, uh, if you already started with people who had trained athletic skill of that nature, um, months. And was in shape. And it was in shape. <laughs> right. And who was in the gym balancing, was doing, you know, 200 pound weights. That that's easy to you know teach them because that's just more about like like you said precision and accuracy and making sure you don't drop them. But you have the the stamina and the you know like strongness to do so. But you can't do that 
these theater and ballet people maybe the tai chi maybe the martial arts kids (laughs) maybe i don't understand but like the theater um, kids and the like the people who had no like no athletic background at all the fact that they're flipping around and stuff by the end and it's just like that's why it would have been a little bit more realistic for for two reasons if they had brought if they had been able to convince some people from the varsity team to join them because one Mm -hmm. it would make it so that the varsity team wasn't wholly and terribly this evil force um that you Mm -hmm. like uh, had no choice but to root against because obviously they're terrible but two it would make it more realistic that the renegades were able to pull off in the end what they pulled off and i think that's my major problem with that movie plot line but see the thing is with this with this movie is easy fixes that they could have done with the other ones you gotta just some of them you just gotta throw away <laughs> the whole plot was just dumb but like aka fight to the finish but um with being it on again like maybe if we would have saw maybe one of her sisters come back tina's sisters come back and like really you know put into it because like they talked about it a little bit that she's from a long legacy of cheerleaders captains mm-hmm. who all did it and so that's why she's like such a bitch when it comes to you know making sure everything is right because she has a legacy to uphold which the dean kind of talks about but why first of all why is it the dean the dean did not have this much interaction with children but also (laughs) it would have made sense that like at that party like her sister like maybe they could have made it around homecoming or something and the sister like some of the sisters came back and gave her a hard time like Mm -hmm. you're losing control tina like you know something like that to give her some motivations yeah because now it's just like oh i like my hierarchy i like the way things are you know but you just can't do that and then marnie was mad because whittier was about to be captain over her which which i did like to as a mean girl because you know this is during the same time which made me think about um not to get too much off tangent made me think about one tree hill and why she left in season two because this came out in 2004 so i'm thinking that she went to go film this and so they had to make a reason about why she left and so that's why she went to go do her musical career but i was just me thinking out loud because she was really a musician in real life but like Maybe, like, when she went to go do this movie, they, like, put it in a plot. Sorry. <laughs> no, but that, the idea about, like, the sisters coming back, like, that's a great, because it also, like, would have allowed us to sympathize with Tina a little bit more. And I'm not saying that it's, like, an absolute must that, like, we have to sympathize with the villain. Like, it's okay for there to be a clear-cut villain. But when you're dealing with, like, high school and college stuff, it's kind of, like, it is just a bit more authentic if you're just dealing with flawed characters in some way but they're all pretty redeemable like like especially the main characters like that it's not just like good versus evil in a high school a college setting mm-hmm. um not saying there aren't terrible people in high school college settings and like obviously there's bullies and mean girls and mm-hmm. and things like that um but it's just like you said with like the first one you had your bad people like red was obviously bad but like there were good people on both sides who just had like had maybe a few flaws and like didn't see eye to eye and and were trying to right certain wrongs and stuff and i think that's more of an interesting dynamic to watch so i think the sisters thing would have been a good idea because we would have been able to see tina's pov a little bit better 
And like I said, bring it on, not to put too much onto a movie about cheerleading. <laughs> bring it on with those, like, if you, like, you can write a paper about society off of bring it on. The red symbolizes just institutional racism. Like, mm-hmm. she made, she put this stuff into place for them to be the best, stolen off the black, the backs of black people mm-hmm. and their, and their actual talent. And then she walked away. And then people like Courtney are the people who say that you can't help that I'm white. I can't do anything about it, even though there are contributing and, you know, internally the things about racism. Like, you know, you can, you can write that paper if you wanted to. None of these other ones had, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, bringing on needs to be extrasexual crises by extrasexual crises, but, you know, I feel like when you have a movie like Bring It On and then these are the sub- subsequent sequels, it loses that. They either need to be purely fun, like Fired Up. I don't know if you ever seen that movie Fired Up about two football players joining the cheerleading team. That was just pure fun. And I think that's what these movies should have been. Cause I feel like they tried to go into still into that race one, which is a good segue into all or nothing. Um, <laughs> and they missed the mark. They missed the mark. All or nothing. I mean, <laughs> the crumping. <laughs> I mean, all of, it. all the, of it. The victimizing of Hayden Penetier, where she's this innocent little white girl who was thrown into this school where she's now like everyone hates her because she's white and everyone's making fun of her because she's white and it's like oh uh, I just like there wasn't a single second of that movie that didn't just feel wrong like in it's I don't know it was just bad it's also this lack of common sense and also this lack of like your surroundings because it's kind of like when some of those people and it, like they're like oh i was you know bullied in high school was always bad or like people didn't like me because i liked anime it's like no because you were recreating naruto character naruto scenes in the parking lot that's the reason why people <laughs> thought that you were weird it's kind of the same thing too like i bet you like if hayden pedia's character was not a britney britney was a real life person she was like yeah those those um minorities were so mean to me but like she was like really thinking that they were disgusting like when she first got off that when she got out of her car and- right and ran like she was about to like be attacked yeah like <laughs> it's just like a quiet night in the neighborhood like there's yeah. no reason for her yeah yeah and she walked around like she was disgusted that first day yeah of course and she talked to people like she had like with vitriol in her voice. Of course, people were like, like rubbed uh, rubbed wrong by you in your presence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why can't you just like email it to me, girl? It's first of school. Like, it's like I we you you think that we don't have enough textbooks? You think we have enough computers for us to just email it to you? Yeah, yeah. Treating the teacher like she works for her too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know why she, like, had to go to prom. Like, girl, you can't wait. You don't go to the school anymore. Like, I guess she wanted to go <laughs> to symbolize that, like, her. nothing changed. Like, yeah. nothing really changed about her. Um, But you also didn't have to lie to say that your dog died. Yeah. Yeah, well, was it I because mean... it was a game that she was missing? Is that what it was the reason? Yeah, that was the reason why she had to lie. Yeah, or I think she didn't it... have to lie, but... 
Yeah. I think it was like the fact that it was like it was like the last game of theirs before the Rihanna thing. So it was like their last mm-hmm. chance to really perfect certain things, mm-hmm. which is like is important. But like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like if she was authentically trying to make friends with her her team, she would be honest with them and hope that they respect that and say like, hey, y'all, like, listen, this is really important to me and. I really want to go to the prom at my old school because it was it's it was a senior experience that I was hoping to get my entire life. It's friends I I went to high school with for a long time, and I'd like to spend that time like night with them. I'm sure you know they'd probably give her a hard time about it, but like they would understand. They'd probably be like, "Oh, it's kind of like this is a major night for us, but like you have to do what you have to do." Or also like when prom is like at like nine o'clock, like you couldn't. <laughs> go and perf- do the game at least half of it and go home like I don't, yeah I mean, like i said i mean i don't know because i didn't go to prom but i know it's also a lot of like yeah like get your hair done you gotta do all that other stuff too so i guess she needed that time you know she couldn't go to the game so i will i will falter for that but also since when does prom is on a weekday when was this game when was prom <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i think prom is on I a it was, like, friday on saturday I, th- I thought it was on a Saturday. I Why think it's is different. Because I, I, I cannot remember, but I'm pretty sure, like, if when I was a teacher, I think it was on a school day because I feel like I remember the kids getting let out early to go get ready for prom. So I, I think it can be like both. Like some schools have it on Fridays, some mm-hmm. schools have it on Saturdays, and it's not even like sometimes they change it up and stuff. So I think it's not unrealistic for it to be on a school night. Or not a school night, but, but like, who also play football on a Friday. Football like, Friday? Oh, that is a football Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it could have been a Friday. Sorry. <laughs> I was first I started thinking the NFL. I thought I was thinking about the NFL. I was like, who plays <laughs> Mano? Friday night lights is a thing because they play football on Fridays. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, yeah, I she could have said something. It would just like say with your chest. Oh, I want to go to prom. And because my boyfriend's there. Because remember, she also lied that she had a boyfriend, that she didn't have a boyfriend. Um, and then you find out that because Jesse was their piece of guy and, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, which is just, like, yeah. It just, and also the, like, what's her name? Winnie? Winnie was capital R racist. And- capital R. Yeah, overtly so. And what's so interesting is like then all the characters are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe like Brittany's like, oh my gosh, that's so racist of you. But it's like Brittany also like do some self-reflection about how you've been. Because it's like just because she's like being overtly so does not mean that like that excuses any of your behavior. So it's also it's fascinating to be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're so racist. But it's like, think about yourself too <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and you could clearly i mean and also Brittany was not i guess when you're in love you can't see it because he this is the first scene you could tell that he was having sex with uh winnie like <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah um yeah and it was also really mean to their asian character um because yeah. you know she was their token minority on their side and then brianna was not even that fat <laughs> like the way that like, they were making it seem like she was like i don't want to you know give a number but like i'm talking you know so big that like she couldn't tear like she literally looked like she only gained like 20 pounds and had an ass 
He just had a butt. Yeah. That was it. That I mean, that was a particular though. I mean, it was it was classics two thousands fat phobia. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the just the butt specifically was a particular focus for I think a lot of the movies. Like they make a mm-hmm. uh Tina makes a comment about um what was her name? Monica's Monica. butt, like for day one. So like mm-hmm. the butt fat seemed to be a particular focus. But yeah, I mean it, I that was I feel like pretty on par with like the type of fat phobia you'll see in any like yeah. Uh, uh, specifically like, amongst uh, girl characters in any yeah. 2000s movie. Before the Kardashians, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. Before they, they made it mainstream. This is all in quotes because, you know, mainstream, mainstream of, um, for, you know, for the people who don't have butts, you know, in real life. Or I guess by natural is having one. Um, but yeah, I in it um all or nothing. I think it's the last one that truly also I don't want to say have a plot, because that one doesn't really also doesn't have a plot. But I guess what, they all, all have, I guess all of them have, yeah, I guess they all have plots because they're all are working towards a goal. So the goal is whatever Chile Championship, All Stars um a slot to go to nationals whatever insert that um i think they all have one but um i don't know in it to win i guess because that's the last one i watched as a child i have i have i i think it's really bad but i have a little bit more grace because i could not like it was really hard for me to watch four and five and six um (laughs) and i think three is bad but it was but like i said it's a little bit of nostalgia like i can't believe i liked this as a child um like i loved it but yeah but yeah four five and six is a lot and um four actually i liked four because their adversary, who just like the Feline goes the other team, but it was more about them working together, right? West Side Story style, and mending their bonds in there, yeah, yeah. Very high school musical of them, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one, the plot. I mean, and obviously they all followed very sickeningly archetypal plots. Honestly, except for yeah. the first one, I think the first one is the most um, original in its plot form, plot structure. But the other ones are pretty like. Like, three is, like, a classic fish out of water, new student at a new school trying to fit in with new friends. Um, and then the fourth one is literally <laughs> ripping West Side Story mm-hmm. plotline. Um, so, like, it's very derisive, and it's, like, very clearly West Side Story. Mm-hmm. But it's fun, also, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Image winning is kind of fun. I'm not, like, it is a fun movie, too much Ashley Tisdale. I love Ashley Tisdale, but I guess because her sister was in it, they 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 were able to like get her to do her you know her two big songs at the time, which right. I do love both of those songs. These are not yeah. He said, she said. Good <laughs> to me. Both of those songs are in the movie, and um. But I think for one, the you know in a story, there's like the climax, but it's like the fall point. I guess like like they were doing well, and then they go back down. Mm-hmm. And I think I liked. I don't even know in it to when had that kind of I guess when they break up. But um in 
bring it on their their low point was when they when they pay for that choreographer and you find out that he was giving that route same routine to like six other teens yes. like that's a true you know a part of the plot they're trying to get better but then they realize that they just have to do it themselves and do their own research and you know they don't need a choreographer yeah. whereas like with the rest of them i guess for bringing on again i guess is when he and also like all the other ones happen like right before the movie ends like when he breaks his hand and that's when greg has to be like yes i'm gonna go join their team um but the other one like they actually like it's a low point and they have to work themselves back up whereas like the other ones it's like a like a romance novel where they break like you know 90 percent um like 10 percent before the book ends like it's kind of like that especially you're in it to win it but yeah i like that like they didn't like each other they have to work together they make this move, which I heard wasn't even that hard of a move, based <laughs> on the roller coaster. I like that they were at a theme park. I thought that was cute. <laughs> Can we talk about, though, how they practiced it on grass? Yeah. They were practicing a new aerial move on grass. Like, no did mats. they not read a single cheerleading manual? Like, like a cheer, cheer camp? Why did the director not say, y'all better put a safety mat down? Like, they're dropping they- them on the grass, on the hard ground? The director's mm. watching them like, oh, oh my gosh, they're working so hard. Put a safety mat down. Mm-hmm. And also the, um, they also did it in water. They also did it at the beach. They also did it at the <laughs> sand. They would just, they would, everywhere they go, they were practicing these routines. Yeah. And then we have fight to the finish. And it's oh, we're just gonna move really on sad. from number four just like that. Can I okay, will sorry, say you a, a wonderful thing? I mean, there's just uh, number four for me for like in it to win it for those who are trying to keep track of where we're at. <laughs> in it to win it is number four. Um, has a lot of very interesting choices, interesting oh, and yes. often a bad way. Um, a redeeming thing for me is that Hannah from Pretty Little Liars and Lauren from Make It or Break It were in there, so it was very <laughs> 2008 for me. <laughs> very throwback i was just about to say after we talked about all of them i was gonna say like there's so many characters from our past episodes that are in this because like yeah Haley from from um one tree hill and then you have um letty was adrian in um yes Two Glass yes yeah no, that was definitely hannah from Pillow liars and then the next one is Lydia from Teen Wolf in Fight to the Finish. But continue. Yeah, so it's very 2000s. Um, but, like, we also have to draw attention to this thing they do. Um, the truth out? <laughs> was also yes. <laughs> and it's with two of them specifically. Like... The one who was trying to be gay and the Oreo? Yeah. That was wild because... <laughs> Them, tr- I mean, the whole movie is it, you're you're it's seeped in stereotypes. It is seeped mm-hmm. in stereotypical behavior. So, like the gay character, right away, I was like, this is like somebody pretending to be gay. And I'm not talking like an a-, mm-hmm. a straight actor pretending to be. I'm gay. I'm like, this guy is trying to act gay. And I'm like, so I was mm-hmm. not surprised by that at all when he was like, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, what a what is just a terrible storyline of like, oh yeah, as soon as y'all started undressing in front of me, like I I, you know, I just went with it. It's like this like acting That's like, like creepy straight behavior. guy acting to be gay is just like it it's just really 
it's not really a storyline we need. It's not, it's, it's gross. It's like, ugh. Um, and they're still friends with him at the end. Like, it'd be different if they, like, they found out that he was pretending and they'd never speak to him ever again. But they were like, because <laughs> he starts dating, dating um Lauren from Make It or Break It. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not saying like that, like, you know, he can redeem himself from just the simple lie, but like the fact that he was doing it in specifically and vocally, he says to violate their trust. Um, right. And then Creepy also behavior. just the idea of thinking it's okay to like wear this like sexuality as a disguise. Like, it's just mm. like, that's also speaks to your morality and your like, I don't know. So so yeah, there's a couple, it should have been a major red flag, but it was played off as more of a joke. Mm-hmm. But then we have, what was the character's name? Aisha? Aisha. The Oreo thing. Mm-hmm. What's so strange is that for a second, I was like, oh, like her speaking on her, her experience, they're actually kind of giving a platform a little bit to an experience. Um, when she says like, oh yeah, like I was called an Oreo in school, so like I just kind of started playing into what I thought I was supposed to be. But then they get one of the girls says, Oh, you're whiter than me. And it's like, y'all are are losing the point there a little bit. It's not mm-hmm. about being like, it's not that she's like, she's oh, I'm just gonna white act white and that's okay. It's like, no, it's that she it's not shouldn't be called acting white. It's like it's yeah. like they lost the point. Um, so it's just they found a different way of basically calling her an Oreo again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's let's talk about how that's just problematic as a whole, that concept that being an Oreo is even a thing. It's not a thing. Because um, mm-hmm. at first I thought it was funny when, I don't remember her name, Brooke, was like, this be a bit. <laughs> like, if you want people <laughs> to think, if you want to, you know, have some confidence and, you know, f- make this be a bit. I mean, but the thing is like, because we all know that's also an act. Like people who... Yeah. Like Brooke, like like Brooke is saying, like it's an act for her to, um, you know, because I was like, you know, I'm not comparing the two because the two is very different for very different reasons, but that was different. And then what was her name? Tessie? No, Tennifer, Tennifer, or Jennifer? Either Tennifer or Jennifer. It was something weird. Ashley Tisdale's sister, and then says like the comment that you're whiter than me. It was like we're missing like, the point. Yeah. It's not, it's like, that wasn't the takeaway from this. Mm-hmm. And I, and I also, but I did like, so it's like, it's like weird. Cause it's like, they were, they were almost there with actually doing something. Cause I also liked the moment where the choreographer Chicago, like pulled her over after she did something and said like, what are you doing? Like, why yeah. are you like putting on this act? Mm-hmm. Like, and so I, like, I thought that moment was cool. Cause it's just like, it's like, there is an actual thing to speak to here, but just the way they executed in the end was just not good. Mm-hmm. So there were so many choices in this movie. <laughs> and they just dropped the ball on a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But we can move on to number five now, fight to finish if you want. <laughs> um, uh, no, I mean, in it to win it, it's like, it's just a weird movie. Like, it's hard to just like talk about it if you haven't seen it, because it's one like i said it takes place at an amusement park because it's at like a camp it's also like are they all supposed to like i guess i guess like are they like the best team in the east coast so they like are like a like i know they're all probably um 
what's they're called all-star teams like like you know like they're not like out of school yeah. they they might some of them might go to the same school but it's more like a competition team yeah because one is like camp rock they, too yes because <laughs> like one of them like, was, just, was called a sun coast so i guess they're also on the west side and then you also had um the ones representing sand um south dakota which was the prairie dogs so i was like i am confused about who i guess they just wanted east coast west coast because that's also a rivalry and then the sharks and the jets because that's also a rivalry um, and I guess the red and the blue because that's also a rivalry as we find out cheer bloods and cheer crips. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is also a choice. <laughs> Fight to the Finish, I found out that the person who directed Fight to the Finish directed music videos, great music videos. And also Honey. Have you ever seen the movie Honey? Uh-uh. It's like an album. It's a dance movie. Like all the movies that she really, that she directed are all dance movies. So which makes which now makes me understand why Fight to the Finish is such a dance movie. You know, it's way more of dance than it is cheerleading. Um, but yeah. And also the girl from Stick is in it. Wait. Who? Um Sky's best friend. The one who does the the dance, the reggae dance on the beam. I can't think of her name when ticket sky's best friend oh yeah yeah because she's actually a gymnast in real life so i guess they have to get somebody to do some of these stunts um what a great movie stick it stick it's a great movie <laughs> it's a great movie um <laughs> yeah and you know the there's i think the one of the most interesting moments with sky's best friend is when she comes up to her and then what's her name lena is that the main mm-hmm. character's name? Um, mm-hmm. It's like you sound like you have a you've had a cheer bottomy, and she goes, um, "Like no offense, but you're kind of as bad as they are." Like pointing, uh, making I think a point to specifically younger people is like, you know, if it's like you've had people say mean things to you before, like why are you also saying mean things to other people? It's like. Mm-hmm don't bully others if you don't like being mm-hmm. bullied <laughs> like mm-hmm. so it was interesting because it's like yeah you think everybody else is being being mean to you like watch how, who you're being who you're being mean to because she also was cold to sky and stuff but i don't know but the sky thing is a different situation because yeah you know of the whole marriage thing and whatever but she had no i forgot what her name was in the sh- in the movie but she had no reason to be i think nikki is her real name in like real life she had no reason to be mad like mean to nikki like nikki didn't do anything to her there's no connection to any of this stuff she literally was just saying hi yeah <laughs> and it's also really weird because lydia was such a confident person and then sky is not but even mm. though she kind of looks younger i guess because they because she didn't have that much makeup on, or like you know, fake not wearing makeup in this movie than she does in um, Team Wolf. Yeah, I mean, and just her her demeanor and stuff. She's supposed mm-hmm. to be very like very reserved mm-hmm. and timid and stuff. So I think that makes someone automatically seem like younger if they're kind mm-hmm. of like drawing themselves in a little bit mm-hmm. rather than being like yeah. bold and confident. This movie. <laughs> It's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like if you've never been to East LA and you just put all the stereotypes about East LA. I've never been to East LA, but I know that like 
like with the with the cars and the way that they talked and like maybe they do do that maybe and, you know but yeah it's it was interesting the movie yeah. was just interesting it was kind of like on one hand it was a bit of a breath of fresh air to finally not have a movie focused on a blonde white girl um mm-hmm. as the as the protagonist but on the other mm-hmm. hand yeah it did get a little bit of it became stereotypical at times. It became a little um, going past authentic representation and into, a, a, I think, a realm that was a bit too mm-hmm. far. Uh, I think there are some... I don't rank this movie... This movie's like middle of the pack for me because mm-hmm. like there are some redeemable things about the movie. It is an interesting plot. I actually like mm-hmm. laughed like when when she's like, oh, we need another person for the squad. And then, like, she brings her friend, um, uh, what's the friend's name? Gina? Gloria. Or Gloria? Gloria. Yeah. Gloria. And then Gloria comes in with her bag, and she's like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, she joins the team. And then they're like, what are, and then when they, like, lose a dancer, like, later on, they're like, what are we going to do? And she's like, I have an idea. And they cut to Trey Vanetta <laughs> comes in <laughs> <of> the house. <laughs> just, like, bringing everyone over. Um, and then having, like, kind of pulling the rug out from under them, having, like, oh, Gloria and Trey Vanetta can't be on the team. Um, because they actually don't live there. Yeah, yeah. So And it's like, I guess it has to be a school team. But then I guess later in the movie, it doesn't have to be a school team anymore. They can just make whatever team they want and compete. Because um, then they just can separate. Because the Malibu Jaguars were a competition team. Hmm. Whereas the Malibu Sea Lions was a was the high school team and that's and that's mm. what like so i think towards at the end they they i think they just go Created with the, their own competition team team yes so okay. they can all be on it gotcha. and that's how i thought about it like no yeah that makes cool. sense yeah can you imagine though like going to that school and you're sitting and trying to enjoy a game and then all of a sudden you have like this battle between Multiple. like some competition cheerleading team and the school cheerleading team. And it's like, I'm trying to watch the basketball game. Like, I don't know what y'all are doing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Jaguars uniforms, the Not neon regulation. green with the blue. <sighs> I'm like, what is this Miami? <laughs> the sea lions had great uniforms. Like, I guess, and that's too, it, that's where you see the difference. The sea lions were probably the school the school team, like you said, it's, because they yeah. had they had what looked like school cheerleading uniforms, while the Jaguars mm-hmm. had looked like what they they designed their own like almost dance uniforms, um, mm-hmm. of their own choosing, mm-hmm. uh, which is an interesting choice. But um, we also see some virulent racism in this movie, um, unabashed racism coming from the Jaguars, uh, which mm-hmm. I I think they get called out for or do they never get called out i think it was more about classism because one of those girls was was black so i I would say it was more of a for her it was more classism thinking that she was better than them because they were poor and she was rich yeah but then the main the main girl oh yeah yeah, yeah, girl yeah yeah, yeah, i think was like actually like saying some pretty racist stuff yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then and then for her brother to like that's the thing it's like for Lena to date her brother. <laughs> yeah, because I'd also side-eye a little bit. Like, why are you forgiving your sister's behavior? You're going to sit here and say right. you love me for who I am. 
mm-hmm. like be respectful of me, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna step in when your sister's being clearly racist towards me. Like it's the Mean Girls two situation all over again. <laughs> it's yeah. Mean Girls two all over again because that's exactly what happened in Mean Girls two. Like, why are you going out with this man when he came and stand up to his own sister? And no one, I I just feel like no one ever was like, you're being racist right now. Like no one ever mm-hmm. said it. Like they like got mad or they were like, oh, I can't believe you said that or something like that or like. But no mm-hmm. one was ever like, that's really racist. <laughs> Like, look at this movie came out. What it has to be like two thousand, maybe between two thousand nine and two thousand eleven. We this is a post Obama world. <laughs> yeah, you would have said something about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's very interesting when the movie. Like, it'd be different. Like I said, in two thousand and four, with Bring It On Again, not saying anything. But like, this is like two thousand eleven. Yeah. Yeah. And then now we have the sixth one. There's also a seventh one, but we... we Is the seventh the one the horror one? Yeah. Okay, that's... A, when I looked up Bring It On and I saw that one, I was like, wait, is this... But then I looked up, like, the Bring It On series, and the Bring It On series doesn't name that one. So I don't know if that's, like, an official oh, okay. part of the Bring It On or if it just so happens to have the same name. Well, I don't know. in Wikipedia, they put it as as part of it. Um, maybe... But it also was the only one that was a TV film, so I don't think it's a part of it. Oh, okay. Bring it on, cheer or die. Isn't that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, mm. it's a slasher. I was like, I'm not watching that. <laughs> but number six, number six Dumb. subverts a lot of expectations for Bring It On movies. It's almost, it's almost feels like in in many ways, it's not one of the others. It's it except in name. It doesn't start with a dream sequence, which all the mm-hmm. other five do. Mm-hmm. And they're on top at the start. It's it's the people at the top of their game and then get get brought down. And then they're mm-hmm. just back at the top again. So it's a bit of a different, it's rather than a, we have to like work our way up and we're going to prove ourselves. It's kind of like, a, oh, I have to defend myself. So it's a bit of a change. In- I mean, that's how number one was. Because they were at the top. Oh, yeah, true. And then we find out they're frauds. And I guess that's this mm-hmm. one too, is she she gets called a fraud, like a poser. But like, and then I think the sixth one, it's that she's just stale routines. And the first one, it's that she they're using stolen routines. Mm-hmm. Um, so they actually are frauds. Also, but, it's just really weird that it was the Chile team that was doing it. Like I just that's just logistically, I don't know how they were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been like they filmed it, but then they had it on a loop because like they were right there when they were when they were doing when, when they saw the first video and stuff. So, but it, it was, was supposed to be the, the team. Yeah. What's it? What's though? Questionable is like too. That was like a public TV. Like that was a public screen digital billboard. They hacked it. Like that was a public yeah. feed because they were outperforming in the public, and they yeah. they hacked it. So who's the who's the master hacker on right. the Truth Team? Right. I and I gotta say, and I I I always hate to be like one of those people because I know nobody's gonna believe me. Like one of those people who's like, I knew it all along. I knew it was Hannah. The freaking mm-hmm. the blonde braids. I was like, that's Hannah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A person under the mask is Hannah. So like when it, when, when it think... turns out to be Hannah, I was like, well, yeah, that she looked exactly like Hannah with a mask on. <laughs> I think even if I thought it was Hannah, I thought it was just her acting alone. Like she had like her own team, 
not that it was the rest of the cheerleaders too like that's the thing that's the crazy part to me because it was like the others it was the whole squad who was doing this to scare her but it's just like girl what yeah and that that was that was the crazy part was i think and i don't know, also don't know why it was called worldwide either but it that's was a worldwide competition in the end like teams from other oh countries God. were competing kind of <laughs> The World Wide Web. Oh, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> this is 2017. We fight our battles on social media now. Media. That's what she says when, when the guy has to, tries to have like a dance battle. She's like, mm-hmm. what do you think? This is a dance flick? The real battle takes place on social media. Like, All right. Mm-hmm. So like, how old are they? A little is- bit of step up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're not high schoolers. Yeah. Right? Um. There's no way. And definitely, like, I think they, maybe, maybe college, but I think it's a competition team. Like, we went, we we moved away from strictly high school team that root for their high school or root for their school because Bring It On Again is college to a competition team. So I don't think it matters who they are because they don't root for a school. But it's not, I, it, it makes it difficult to define how old they are. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, because mm-hmm. it's clearly adults playing the characters. So yeah. they look like adults, but then you've mm-hmm. got, you know, them living in incredibly lavish houses with no perceivable jobs. So. Mm-hmm. Or parents. Right. <laughs> so, But they seem, and they seem to have all the free time in the world. I'm going to look it up. So while you keep on talking, I'll see. I mean, it could be that it, they're high schoolers. They're on summer break right now. So devote all. And and like there are plenty of high schoolers who who commit a lot of their time to competition teams and have absolutely no <laughs> connection to their school teams. Um, mm-hmm. So like that part makes sense. But the it, it had to have been summer because they had all the time in the world. But they never made mm-hmm. any mention to school or knowing. And they, they mm-hmm. said like, oh, we've been friends since the seventh grade, stuff like that. But, like, never anything about concretely where they are in their lives. So maybe they left it ambiguous for a reason. But, like, mm-hmm. they seemed like adults. But then, like, I would say, yeah, probably, like, between 18 and 20. Then maybe their job? Like, what are they? I know the one guy, he gets paid to paint murals from the city. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. everyone else just, like, had a bunch of free time and disposable income with no perceivable jobs. And they're like, oh, I'm a barista at this coffee shop. Or, like, yeah, maybe they, they could have been shown teaching classes at the gym that they do their, that they. Oh, they're trainers? Yeah. yeah. I have no idea. Um, a cheer squad based in America who won many world championships. It doesn't say. I'm, like, reading the the Wikipedia um thing. Um, and I guess if they're winning yeah. world championships, like they're getting money for that, so maybe they're just living off of that. But when they go to the, the gym that sponsors them, yeah, do they? I didn't even think you get paid to be a cheerleader, like in a competition team, you know? Well, I mean, if we look at the first couple of movies, the competitions were giving away checks for twenty thousand dollars for the. But that goes to the school, though. That doesn't go like. They all though half that like you know the twenty people on the team don't get a thousand dollars. The the college team made it seem like they just got that money to like do with it because she was like that's how she convinced them to join them. They were like yeah, so you can mm-hmm. put on your little production and you can do this and you can mm-hmm. do this. But I think it was like, more that they were saying that like 
I feel like that was like that dean was not gonna let that happen. Like maybe they would be able to convince the dean to use that money, you know, since they yeah. earned it. But I don't think it was going to them. It goes to the, the university. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's right back like a, to to tell them like, oh, your theater program's gonna be funded and everything. It's like you're not gonna get to decide how that money gets spent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it's just not. I, I guess it's not defined, and I guess they don't want to draw our attention away from from anything else that's like inconsequential. So I guess it like, doesn't matter like what age they are. Doesn't matter what else is going on in their lives because I guess that's also you get that a little bit in make it or break it. Like, mm-hmm. like their entire lives. I mean, it's clear that they're kids, but they're homeschooled so they can devote their entire lives to gymnastics. So if they're if they're competitive cheerleaders. They're maybe devoting their entire lives to, yeah, and, and similar with dance moms. So maybe it really doesn't matter what else is going on in their life because there is nothing else going on in their life. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. I um do think that it's, um I don't know, it's hard to say because like I said, like all the other ones... Um, it's very interesting because the last movies are are made are directed by people who do dance movies. So I feel like that's why they feel so different than the yeah. other ones because the other ones are just directors, you know. But they're not. But they have to rely on the choreographers and the cheer people to do it. But these movies are filmed like dance movies, like because yeah. the person who who did Bring It On, Worldwide Cheer Smack horrible name did like stomp the yard and um well he wrote stomp the yard but he directed you got served um beat the world and stand and turn it up which is all dance movies like you know what i mean and so and the same thing with um the one who who did fight to finish who did honey and honey two and honey three and I don't even I didn't even know there was a honey three <laughs> and all these little dance movies. Um and you know and and um music videos and stuff like that. So they changed the way that they are. Um and yeah, and I think that it's just weird. Like it's just like they're weird. But I also think that it's hard so hard to make a movie from two thousand feel like two thousand and seventeen. <laughs> Especially when no one's there's nobody in these movies to make you feel like the 2001 you know what i mean like there's no nostalgia it's like none of these people are the the teenage person of christian dunce or whatever like you know her daughter is about to become a cheer- a cheerleader or something because that's what I, you know if they will reboot just the original bring it on and call it like bring it on resurgence or whatever dumb colon they're going to put on this movie that's how it would be. It would be like either Gabrielle Union or Kristen Dunst or Missy. There, it's time for their children to be cheerleaders. Yeah, I will say though that they've, you know, so like, you know, I, I the the point that the the sixth one does feel disconnected, both in time and place and feel and structure and everything to it, um, and it's so it's so far removed from the others in time as well. Um, it just feels like a completely different feel because it's mm-hmm. it's a 2017 movie. Um, 
but I think a conscious choice they have made in creating this series, and one that we don't see very often, but a conscious choice that they've made where the movie, none of the movies are part of the same universe, but they are all part of the same franchise and series in name only. And like I said, the one, the kind of dream sequence, the there's a similar structure thing in each one. And all focusing on cheerleading, except it feels does feel like more competitive dance team as it gets later on. Um, but if they were to then add a move to the series that breaks, or movie to the series that breaks that, and calls mm-hmm. back to one of them, and does take place in the same universe as one of them, it kind of goes against what they've created. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of like what happened with America Horror Story. I know you don't watch America Horror Story, but all of them, they had like a very small, very minute um, through line, but not nothing significant. Like if you can't pick it up, it's nothing until season nine where they, where it is a, it is a callback to the first like four seasons. Um, the good ones. <laughs> um, and I mean, like I said, I think they can do it only because the other ones are so bad that people might actually be clamoring to see the original because of the nostalgia and because it was the only like true good one um i put that in air quotes because like i guess it's subjective but like under all metrics it's the best one um maybe people like i said people might see it and they can still keep on making bring it on um it's just they also just wanted to make this one it's like any other and and you know I don't know what they will call it. I don't know if they want to call it something different that is a sequel. Um, but yeah. Well, they can't say bring it on too or bring it on again because they've already done that. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think though, to to your point about like having it be like the next generation of either like of like connected to um, Torrance or Iris. Um, if if they're going to call back to any of the movies, they it's got to be bring it on the original one. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see like a call back to bring it on again or or bring it on all or nothing or anything like that. We don't need to see connections to that world. So like if we are going to see one that does finally tie back to another one in the series, I, I would like to see a continuation of just the original bring it on. But I'd like it to not be focused on Torrance. Hmm. Like Torrance or, or Torrance's child. What could hmm. be really fun is if we saw Gabrielle Union playing Love Paris, it already. Um, as like a cheer coach for like a competitive cheer team, a cheer gym, like because mm-hmm. she was the one making up the routines. Like yeah, she was the incredible true. choreographer. I feel like mm-hmm. if we had to, like Torrance being some cheer mom of like a great and then Torrance's kid, I feel like if we're gonna draw an like the character that really cared and had the most like talent for cheer mm-hmm. it was iris um because I she just... created the team that was the talented mm-hmm. team not saying the toros weren't but just like the clovers were all along the toros mm-hmm. had to learn to be so like she's a cheer coach she's running a great gym and she's got a daughter who's on one of her teams and she's pushing her daughter a little bit. And like the daughter's kind of like dealing with the pressure of that, of like living mm-hmm. up to her mom's reputation. I'd like to see like that. I'd like to see the focus on the Clovers because I think the whole point of the movie mm-hmm. was that the Clovers didn't get the attention they had always deserved. So yeah. I'd honestly like the attention to be on them if we were going to bring in a sequel. That'd be nice. Well, not the Clovers, yeah, like but that. like Iris. Isis. Isis, what? what did I call? Was what was I saying? Iris, Iris, 
<laughs> Gabrielle Union. I mean, it's That's only one letter off. <laughs> it's one letter off. One letter off. But um, yeah, and like yeah. all these cheer movies, I tend to like call them either by their actors or actress name or like what they played in something else in my head. Like I forget <laughs> all of their names. I think I've asked you like six okay. times what someone's name was for this. But I, I don't know Hannah. What's her name? Carson in the movie. She was either Hannah or she was Beats me, but she's Hannah in my head. Yeah. I could not tell you. What you said Carson? Sure. Sounds right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were Hannah and Lauren to me. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany only the only one I remember hand painting to your name is Brittany because Brittany is such like they really wanted yeah. to dare ahead that she is a Barbie blonde prissy girl. And they named her Brittany. Yeah. Um, but the cheer captain, Solange. Solange, <laughs> yeah. Solange in my head. I couldn't tell you what her actual name was in yeah, the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that I think that is true. Like, like I said, I think it could work. I think it I think it could work, like you said, make it about Gabrielle Union, make it about her legacy and stuff like that. And maybe her child doesn't even want to be a cheerleader. Maybe mm-hmm. she pushed her to be a cheerleader because you know that what she wanted, but then she might want her join to play a sport. Maybe she yeah. wanted like well, I mean, cheerleading is a sport, but like like lacrosse or something. And yeah, she has to like figure that out. Um, or she has like an entirely different passion, but they find out a way that it can mm-hmm. like in the end they find out a way that it could connect to like maybe she really likes designing yeah. uniforms and like she has yeah. a love for fashion. And mm-hmm. her mom, like she's finally like finds a place to be able to still be involved with her mom and her mom's love and business mm-hmm. but like doing her own thing like she's off the team but mm-hmm. she's designing the uniforms and stuff so like it could be mm-hmm. and that i think would be a great story because like that would be the only one that diverts from cheerleading it doesn't always have to be about cheerleading mm-hmm. Sometimes it's about the person yeah i love it I love it. Put it, Gabrielle Union, make a sequel. All right, Hollywood. Um, they would a sequel. Hmm? I was just saying, Hollywood. Hope you're listening. <laughs> yes, um, they were going to make a sequel about them being in college, and that's the reason why I bring it on again is in college. But um, Christian Dust was doing Spider Man. It was just a whole big um, thing, and I think they decided not to do it. Gotcha. So, I wonder how that. Would it have been? Yeah, I feel like the plot then would have had to be different, completely. The plot probably would have been the same. I think it would have been somewhat the same. I think it would oh, have been. Oh, but it would have been like instead of Whittier and Monica, and it would have been Torrance and Isis. Mm-hmm. But that's the rumor. That's that's the tumble rumor. Know. They would have had to change it, though the dynamics, because Monica was such a like. She was clearly One the noter. the friend. She was the second in command. Mm-hmm. And Isis would not have played that role. No, 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 no. But <laughs> I think, I mean, but, yeah. But I think it would have been interesting to see Isis like that because also Isis would have went to school to go to school. Like she, like she, yeah. really, she loves cheerleading, but that helped her get into Berkeley. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was more about going to Berkeley than it was about <laughs> the cheerleading. So. Like, even if her and Taurus does become friends, and she's like, girl, I gotta go to class. I don't know what you're talking about, but I gotta go to class. Um, and her being with Chip, and but Chip is weird, and the other cheerleaders don't like him, and, like, all that other stuff. Yeah. Because it it it, it could be wrong, because, like I said, this is allegedly on Tumblr. <laughs> like, you know, this is, this is the, the rumors 
the internet makes. But if it was true, then I can definitely see how they got a little bit off the mark. But I feel like it's only because we don't care about Whittier or Monica because we didn't that we care about them because it's a part of the movie where we're told to care about them. But it would meant so much of a difference because you knew how how much they had to Torrance had to change in high school. And so for her to come to this new school and one be on the bottom of the totem pole, but also to go back to doing the same type of routines that she just tried to break against. Mm-hmm. doing so yeah i could definitely see though the guy being played by a chip because mm-hmm. it oh, can i tell you though i know this is like not good Derek, Derek, i <laughs> i don't remember like he's nonsensical like he doesn't he does nothing like, in this movie i was like okay shaggy from scooby-doo has become a dj <laughs> like i <laughs> i don't know the, this movie and, like, Not immediately, him and Whittier, I guess, are, like, boyfriend and girlfriend immediately mm-hmm. after, like, talking and hanging out once. But that's that's freshman's for you, though. That is <laughs> rose for you, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that goatee. Like, jeez. Ugh. Ugh. I agree with uh, Marnie. It's called Razor. It's called Razor. Right. That thing is disgusting. <laughs> Ugly. Yeah. But none of the boyfriends really had any really nothing to do. It's just another plot in the movie. Besides, yeah. it didn't win it because he was a part of the cheerleading squad. But, it and I guess Jesse, but kind of, but that's only because Jesse felt betrayed that she wanted to go to prom with her ex-boyfriend. But yeah, only yeah. the only person who really had any truly about the plot was, was um, Chip. And is his name Chip? Was it Chip Pantone? I don't know. When you said that, I just took your word for it because I could, I couldn't <laughs> ever recall his name. So I was like, okay, his name's Chip. <laughs> um, like, let me see. Hold on, I can tell you right now. I still it feel was... like even he wasn't really a horse. Cliff. Like, what was his name? Cliff. Cliff. um but even he like he was just kind of like on the sidelines like Mm -hmm. i mean for good reason because he's not really involved in the world Mm -hmm. but like it was just a a way for her to kind of shed her past a little more Mm -hmm. like this guy who's clearly not good for her and i think that's the the role that all the guys played in all the movies is just a, a way to signify her moving on from what was holding her back or like what was bad for her um you know i feel like jesse played that role replacing brad like he represents this new part of her life and i think in it to win it pen is that his name mhm uh first of all when he first saw her on the beach i was like okay who is this grown man like <laughs> He does not look like a teenager in any way. I mean, none he of them is really a do, Power but... Ranger. He is a he's in the he's in Boys in Motion. <laughs> he is in Boys in Motion. The, he's also in the music video for Backflip. Wow! Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow! Throwback Backflip with Raven Simone. He is in that. You know what? And I thought when I saw him, I was like. I feel like I do recognize him, but I looked up when I was like looking at the cast list. I didn't recognize the name of the actor. It's mm-hmm. so, like I guess I don't. I also like 
for the longest time thought that the guy who was playing um the guy who pretended he's also Tree Hill, but yeah. Oh, I never. Well, I guess I watched that technically. Yeah, one tree. He was Felix, the one that um, what's her name? Dates in season two, the one who moves into Brooke's house in season two. Oh, wow. I think the movie <laughs> six is the only one that like doesn't have people like that we recognize from other things, but that's no, also because yes, it was twenty seventeen. Yes, it does. Who? Yes, it does. Who? The main character is Imogen from Degrassi. Oh well. Oh wait! Oh, she yeah. Up the glasses to the weird hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know she was giving me like Nina Dobrev vibes, but I was like, I know that's not Nina Dobrev. <laughs> I love so literally each one of them has a character from a previous episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it has Imogen in it. We didn't really talk a lot about their seasons because we talked a little bit about the the, the original eight. Yeah, but yeah. She is Imogen. Wow. Um, I and I will say I feel like number six too. Something it has going for it is it has the most developed love interest. Um, mm-hmm. we find out he's not just like a one dimensional character who's like he, like we find out a lot about him. Um, and then him like joining the team in the end to like help her out after she's like kind of gained his trust and built a relationship with him. Rather than just joining her right away, and then also like we see like Jeff and and did it. What's his name? Is it, yeah, because he's like because he, he did it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like also kind of have their own little mm-hmm. storyline. So I feel like that develops um more. So that's also a redeemable trait of the sixth one. Mm-hmm. Honestly, not too mad at the sixth one. Mm-hmm. The name sucks. The name sucks. Bring it on worldwide cheer smack. Like, what the heck? Every time they I said think- cheer smack, I was like, what? You've been cheer smacked. Ew. I I think the problem with the with the last one is, and this is just I don't know, me, I'm a fogey, I guess. Like the introduction of social media into some things, it just gets on my nerves. Yeah. I know, I know, I know it's bad, but I think. And also that it was her cheerleading squad. Like, I just cannot believe that it was her cheerleading squad. Other than that, like, it was fine. Like, it was fine. But, like, yeah. It had it just, to be, though. Uh, yeah. I guess I have, like, a mystery plot. team and it not be someone important. Like, why hide an identity if it's not, like, going to end up being mm-hmm. a traitor? Yeah. That is true. That is true. It's funny though. I like it was just like when I found out that it was her team. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! Um, I'll tell yeah. you when I knew something was up when she was with Willow after they made up, and then Willow gets the call on the laptop, and it's it's Hannah and Roxanne, and they're like, "Oh, we didn't know y'all would be together." I was like, "Wait a minute, why were they calling Willow?" And then a little shocked when, or a little put <laughs> off when she, and when uh, what mm-hmm. is the name main character's name? D- Destiny. Mm-hmm. Is that her name? Destiny, right? Yeah, Destiny. Imogen. Destiny, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, oh, we didn't know y'all would be together. It's like, what were they about to talk to Willow about then? That like mm-hmm. why were they because it couldn't have been what they originally that they ended up talking about, because why would they only call Willow about that and not especially because Willow's not really on the team at that point or has like mm-hmm. stepped away from the team? Why wouldn't they be talking to Destiny? So I was like, something there's a secret. Mm-hmm. 
And also when you find out that like at towards the end, like the only reason why they came back to Destiny wasn't because like truly because she actually changed her mind, which she did, like, you know, she she learned or whatever, but also because Hannah started acting just like Destiny. It was just a, yeah. the power, like the power struggle. They rather go to the one that they known and like than than have a new usurper. Yeah. Um, and that and Destiny was, I think, at that point, like noticeably changing for the better. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, that's I think that's what won Willow over. But I think, like mm-hmm. you said, like Roxanne was more just because, yeah, because Hannah had become a nightmare. Yeah, I think we've said everything we can mm-hmm. <laughs> for now in the time mm-hmm. space and the time that we have mm-hmm. to talk about six separate movies. Um, <laughs> but I know Ty, like obviously. The first one stands out. The first one mm-hmm. is the one, the mm-hmm. movie that's in the trifecta. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I know you know it really well. Uh, so yes. I was thinking I for this what... one, I would mm-hmm. quiz you. Do a little, how, how well do you remember this movie kind of thing? Um, Yay. Okay. All right. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay. And... Maybe one day I'll say this and actually mean it, but I'll link the quiz down in the description for y'all. You don't link them? You don't link them. I just, I forget, and I don't feel like going back and adding it. But you know what? (laughs) This time, listeners, you have my word. I'm going to link this quiz in the bottom. I just feel like, you know, they can, I give the answers away. Mm -hmm. But if you want to stop the episode and actually take this by yourself, I will, Mm -hmm. I promise I will link this quiz in the description below. Okay. All right. First question. Which high school does Torrance attend? It's multiple choice. Or do you want Rancho to do it without... Carne. Who? Oh, oh. Rancho Carne. Oh, sick. Good job. <laughs> you didn't even need the multiple choice. Um, nope. All right. The next one is not multiple choice. What is the mm-hmm. former cheer captain's nickname? Red. Yeah. Oh, Big Red. Big Red. Or red. I'm oh yeah, it's not taking red. Red. I think they do I'm call so... her big red. Yeah, big red. Yeah, big now red. You're right. Torch. The ballots are here, and one girl has to win. She's crazy. She's fun, and now she's number one. That's a good Torrance. Yeah, Okay. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Good <laughs> Well, this you know that's a good segue into this next one because the next one is finish the cheer. Mm-hmm. That's all right. That's okay. You're gonna. Put my gas someday. Very good. Uh, good job. <laughs> nice. All right. This is such an, a, a chin nobody's going to let them do. <laughs> and also to our all-black team. They said that to our yeah, all-black team. They did. They did. Um, all right. Why did Missy join the team? Because this is at the last resort. Did more? Oh, wait. Or I guess Torrance convinced her. She went to her house and her, and Torrance and Chip con- Cliff um, Torrance and Cliff convinced her to do it. Okay, so let me read the choices because I don't... Okay. Okay, because these none of these sound right. So it says, mm-hmm. one, she needed to get out of detention. No. Two, she was Carver's replacement. Three, she I mean, lost yes. a bet to her brother. And four, she really wanted to be a cheerleader. I guess it would be two that she was a replacement for Carver. Okay, yeah, that's correct. 
Because then oh, that's, yeah, the that's the girl that broke her neck, right? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Because they did the wolf wall. Right, right, right. What was the name of Tor- the Toro's sketchy car- choreographer? Oh, um, Stanley or something with the S. Polinsky? Like something kind of like something kind of like that. Okay. Is it multiple choice? Yeah, I'll read them. I don't know how okay. this is going to help you. So, okay. Sparky Pietro, Sparky Palostri. Is that one? Sparky it's Peterson. No, it's the, it's the second well, one. Well, listen to the fourth choice. Okay, Sparky mm-hmm. Palostro. It's the second one. It's the second one. Sparky Palostri and not Palostro? Yeah, Stri. It's the second one. All right, you're correct. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about this fourth one. It's like one letter off. So no, 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 no. I felt it in my bones. Sparky I knew it was something Palastri. like that. Sparky um, All right. What, which girl group was in the movie? Black. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. Who plays Torrance's love interest, Cliff? I can read the names if you need. If you need them, Jesse Bradford. Very good. Correct. Who are the Toro's rivals? I guess in the in the movie, yeah. I guess it was the Clovers, but I guess they technically were not their rivals because that's not their I school. Mean, in the competition, they are. I guess, yeah. Yeah. East Compton Clovers, yes. Yes. Um, all right. Why does Torrance believe she's cursed? She dropped the spirit stick. She sure did. Good job. What do Whitney and Courtney accuse Torrance of doing at the football game? It's like eye sex or like cheer sex, like with her eyes, like cheating on her boyfriend by like giving jesse googly eyes (laughs) you use the exactly right phrase having cheer sex with cliff (laughs) what a wild movie um all right what was the original (laughs) title of bring it on i can oh wow okay so cheer days a year in cheer hell a true cheerleading nightmare or cheer fever this is the only one i don't know um, I'm going to say Cheer Days. It was Cheer Fever. Oh, wow. That was the original title, Bring It On. Cheer Fever. Oh, I'm glad they went with Bring It On. Cheer Fever yeah. would not have been good. Look. Oh, they even had like a a drawn up poster for it and everything. Cheer Fever. <laughs> hmm. Why aren't the Clovers initially able to perform at Nationals? Couldn't pay. Yep. All right. Yeah. You got them all correct one except wrong. for the original title. I'm very proud of myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good at these courses, bro. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I mean, watched so it, you are a true fan then of this of your beloved movie, which I say with a tinge of irony cuz of we didn't need a quiz to prove you're a true fan of a movie that you love. <laughs> Um, I feel like I think I did good in all the quizzes. Cause we did one for One Tree Hill. I did good with that one. Um, we did one for Clueless. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're pretty, for... you're pretty good at trivia. That's very true. Well, listen, very listeners, true. y'all. I gotta, I gotta give a little props to Ty <laughs> here. 
we recently did a trivia competition and Ty got first place, absolutely cleared the competition, like never left the top spot. So, and I then, also win, I also TikTok. Yeah, one on the TikTok trivia, which I tried the first day. I did both the eight o'clock and the nine o'clock one. I was like, I was out after the seventh question and then I was out after the ninth oh, question. Oh. So I haven't done one since because I just like I, I always forget and then it's like four minutes past the time. And I'm like, oh, well, guess I missed it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so great job. I won ten dollars each, like nine dollars and 46 cents um, in the TikTok one. Nice. And that must have meant that it was particularly hard because for there to be that amount of money means that not a lot of people made it to the end. But they were like um, like a little bit over seven thousand because it was seventy thousand dollars. So it was like a little bit over seven thousand people who won. And I know like a million people start, or no, it's like 200,000 usually in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of people are in it, but they can't join because they're not in the US. Yes. And then they're saying, oh my God, I got to tell you like that, that first day, it's like, you'd be doing it. And then everybody in the comments was like, why can't I answer? I can't answer. I can't participate. And it's like, y'all, you missed it. I'm sorry. Like it's not, mm-hmm. you're, we're on question four of 12. Obviously you can't join now. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's like so annoying to see all those comments pop up of like, can't answer. It's broken. Can't answer. It's like, you're not in it. I'm sorry. Wait for the next one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so Ty is very good at trivia. Very good. I am. And I think that I'm shows excited. in these quizzes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't think there's much more to say about these movies. Obviously, one is the best. Three and four no, no, really problematic. If you're like over the age of if you're over the age of 21, there's no reason to watch the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had never felt compelled to watch the rest of them until this. Mm-hmm. I, I had seen I had seen the third one in all or nothing. Um, because I feel like that was on Freeform or not uh, ABC Family, mm-hmm. I guess is what it used to be called. ABC Family a lot. Um because mm-hmm. had Hayden Penetier had a moment. She was all over the place. Mm-hmm. While she was um, doing heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so yeah, so definitely like one is a great is a great watch. You'll get the nostalgia they're looking for. I think unless you're like a super fan or unless you like really like cheer movies, then watch like two, um maybe three, because there is some good cheerleading in three. It's a redeemable thing about it. Uh, but like four, five, and Force six is I don't wacky. Even- you what? Four is wacky. I said four is wacky. Yeah, four is um, wacky. <laughs> I think don't watch five and six are really just oh okay. Six is six is interesting. I think it's still boring, but like the problem with six is that it's boring and it drags on for too long. Yeah. Five is just bad. And four is just wacky. And the third one was racist. <laughs> and the second yeah. one is also boring. <laughs> Um, so I mean, watch them on your own risk. Um, if you want to see Lydia, watch five. If you want to see, you know, Hannah, watch four. If you want to see, <laughs> yeah, and Lauren um, for Make It or Break It, who plays a great oh, mean girl, like, great villain, yeah, great villain, like, who plays a great mean girl with like a redemption arc. Because mm-hmm. I think on Make It or Break It, she's clearly like mean, but she has her moments where you feel for feel for her and like you understand where she's coming from i think we mm-hmm. say the same thing in, in in bring it on four he's also in the slumber party girls which i don't think anyone else watched except for me because i used to love watching cbs the saturday stuff on cbs which was like 
and it was like dance dance party and summer party girls mm. that was my childhood <laughs> <laughs> before i watched sailor moon um yeah that's it um it was great i'm happy that you let me do this um i think because it was movies so it was less it was a lot of time because probably like 12 hours of your time but less than less than tv shows with eight seasons <laughs> Yeah, and they're they're nice, like they're sizable chunks, right? Because it's like it's different from a, a TV show, like where you just kind of like turn on and just fit in as many episodes as you can in the time that you have. But like this one, I was like, okay, I have an hour and a half. I'll sit down and watch one of these movies. Like it was very doable. <laughs> um, and also, like I think with movies, you don't have to like, especially these movies, you don't really necessarily have to pay attention the whole time. Especially when we get in four, five, or six, when like it's fifty percent routines. Like they're constantly <laughs> doing dance battles and like doing these numbers out of nowhere um so like you can do other stuff while you're watching them uh so yeah very easy to watch Mm -hmm. so i didn't mind it and i appreciate you sharing this part of your childhood with me and and exploring these movies together so real quick the last thing i want to ask you before we wrap up is if you had to rank them okay do it Ooh, okay. That's the question. <laughs> one, bring it on. Yeah. Number one slot, bring it on. And then number five, like, so, so we're ranking them one, but like, not one through five. So, like, if this is like out of 10, like, it's like one, number one is, is bring it on. Right. And we skip some, we skip some rungs. <laughs> and then it's two. <laughs> And then we skip like two rungs, and then it's four and three, and then we skip like a lot of rungs, like five or ten rungs, and then it's you're gonna put four and three above five. Yes, because like five is okay. Six, I I feel like three, four, and six. I understood what they were trying to do. It just did not for me. It did not execute well. Five is just a bad movie. It was yeah. kind of boring. All those stereotypes were really getting on my nerves. Which yeah. the three had, but because I, I think the nostalgia part gets kicked in, because I watched it like at the age of ten or whenever, like twelve, when it came out. Um, but I also had that one on DVD. I had I had the three pack. Like it was like bring it on, bring it on again, and then all or nothing. Like in the like. A, three pack so i know those movies very well <laughs> and so yes yeah, so six is just i watched it as an adult and so my my radar for bad movies is just you know better as an adult than it was as a as a teen um and the same thing in in five was just bad to me like i just don't like that one so if i had to rank them without the the rungs or whatever it would be one two four three six five wow okay yeah i mean i i think four would go to the bottom for me but just because like it was just so ridiculous yeah and but it was just, I, appreciate it. I appreciate them trying to do something like fun yeah but it just felt so forced it felt canned mm-hmm. the characters yeah, with the dad just... stuff mm-hmm. yeah so I'd have well, to the dad stuff, yeah. And you put it as yeah. number three. 
<laughs> I mean, they're hard because all of the other ones are bad. Like, yeah. Bring It On an executed well movie. It just, it was boring. Whereas, like, four, four through six are bad. Like, you know, <laughs> they all have something very wrong with them. So it was really hard for me to put them in some type of order. Yeah. Um, in six, like I said, six was just, like, it was just boring and. I wish it wasn't a part of Bring It On. Like, none of these movies should be called... I guess that's the problem. Like, they're taking the Bring It On message. (laughs) (laughs) So all the Bring It Ons after the second one were just not needed. Yeah. It was not... (laughs) I mean, they could be needed, but this is where, like, you know, we talk about this a lot in our podcast. It's like, did you call it Bring It On because you wanted the fans to come in and it was about cheerleading? Did you have to call it Bring It On? Or you could you call it anything else? Like it could have just called Fight to the Finish. It had to had to have, it didn't have that anything right. to do with Bring It On. It could have just called In It to Win It. Fight yeah. to the Finish, which was just happened to be about cheerleading. Um, uh, yeah, no, I mean, particularly the fifth and sixth one could have been standalone movies for sure. Especially the sixth one, because it didn't do anything to connect itself with the other five at all. So the sixth one really could have mm-hmm. been its own. I think it just it it wants that bring it on title because that brings in the interest mm-hmm. that carries with it a connotation that is needed for marketing. So, okay, mm-hmm. well, I mean, but number one is unquestionably at the top. So just go watch that. It's such a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so next week we're doing Proud Family, right? Yes. That's yes. what I, I just I remember us talking about that. Yeah, oh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, it, it's been a while since we've done an animated show, so it'll be a good yes. time. Um, Have we done an animated shows? Yeah, we did. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think we have. <laughs> I think we had someone that we we talked a lot because I love Bob's Burgers, and we talked yeah. about Rick and Morty in the community episode, but we haven't done a actual animated film okay so i don't think so i think we were going to do recess but then we decided not to yeah so this will be a good one particularly for our audience that is like kind of around our age like um Mm -hmm. you know people in their 20s because like proud family like was on tv like when we were Mm -hmm. just the exact right age to be watching it so like this is going to really hit home i think for our young millennials um yeah, and I'll have to watch the reboot because I I don't think I have yet to watch it. So uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 interesting. My sister really likes it. Yeah, I mean I'm expecting good things. Uh, it was a good show. I show the we'll we'll talk about it more, but I show the mm-hmm. the Kwanzaa episode every time we mm-hmm. do like holiday movies and stuff because it's like mm-hmm. I think it's one of the better portrayals of Kwanzaa on like a. a, TV. a like a, a show or something on a larger platform. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes there's like Stop some spreading. movies that you can find. Yeah. But um, but I'm excited to talk about it. I'm excited to watch it. So we'll catch y'all in two weeks with Proud Family. Until then, have a great March. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bye. Bye. March Madness is about to start. Yes, it will have started, I think, when this comes out, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so.